Thomas, Mr. Reynoso's second most favorite student of all time. This week, our guests are Cadence Lee and Drew Marie de Guzman. On today's episode, we discuss what we think it might be like to be the parent of an eighth grade student. And now, here's your host, Mr. Reynoso. There you go. Oh my gosh, I got a little dizzy doing that. Uh, all right, well, welcome. Season two, episode two. Uh, how is everything going for you, Cadence? Good. I'm just tired. Just tired. Okay. I'm going to have you guys scoot in a little closer to our uh, recording studio. A um, little tired. Um, we'll get, we, maybe we'll go into detail on that a little bit. How about you? Uh, do you want to go by Drew Marie this year or just Drew? Just, just Drew. Just Drew. Yeah. Okay. Well, I say all the, all the official documents say Drew Marie. Yes. And, and uh, maybe we can talk about where the Marie comes from. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, just Drew. Okay. How was how's, how's, uh, your first full week been? Good. It was a little tough. But... A little tough? What made it tough? Um, just because... Summer break just ended. I'm mm-hmm. still a little slow. Yeah, uh, that's that's. And you and you've been you've been. Uh, I don't know if you feel comfortable talking, but you've had some uh, physical issues that you've been dealing with. Yeah. Uh, so do you want do you is do you want to keep that confidential I, or you? A lot of people already know. Okay. I had a concussion. Had a concussion. Yeah. yeah that's scary business. Mm-hmm. That's really scary business. Uh, uh, how did it happen? Um. So uh, there's like a family trip that we went on, and I was rafting in a river. And all of the adults, like, adults needed bigger tubes, and so I got a tiny one. And so I, like, flipped over in the river and hit my head on the rock. Uh, now, would that have happened if you had the adult tube? Pro- I mean, knowing me, probably it would have. <laughs> but um, the small tube, it definitely played a role because it was really tiny. Like, I was bobbing like a cork yeah. the entire time. And, and, you know, even though you might be younger, but you're... You're probably about the same height as some yeah. of the adults in your family. Okay, all right. So that's maybe it's time. Maybe it's time you move up to the adult size inner tube. Yeah. Right, we'll look into that. But Cadence, no major uh, head injuries this summer. No. None. Okay. Uh, how was your first week of eighth grade been? Um, like Drew said, it was kind of stressful because of all the tests. And okay. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and all the homework because I'm always so used to the summer, no homework, just playing on my phone. Okay. You know? Do uh, uh, do I give a lot of homework? No, you don't, but all the other teachers just... <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah I, I look at it as the more homework I give, the more homework I have to grade. But, uh, huh. No, but I try and give some semblance of homework. All right, so uh, as you were listening, I didn't want to give you guys any, any uh, clue of what today's topic is, and, but it's all about what it, what it must be like to uh, be a parent of an eighth grader. Now, um, you may have uh, some prior knowledge of this, but I'm... But now for you, uh, how many siblings do you have? I have two, and I'm the oldest. And you're the oldest. So this is your parents' first child. And, and Drew, how many? Um, I have one other sister. And she, but she, and she's older. Yeah, she's so, a junior now. So, uh, so your parents have already gone through this. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to try and get into the mindset of parents. Because I think one of the things that was, uh, one of the differences for me as a teacher from teaching fourth grade to eighth grade, not only are the, the students different, um, but the parents have changed, and the stress of an eighth grade parent is a whole lot different than the stress of a fourth grade parent. So, uh, Drew, we'll start with you. 
do you remember what it was like when your older sister was in eighth grade? Yes. And what was what was uh, what was it like for your parents if you remember that? Um, I mean, I remember my parents being. My parents aren't. I mean, that part of this is probably a lie, but I mean, <laughs> I don't see them as like helicopter parents or anything. Mm -hmm. and, so and what do you mean by helicopter parents? Um, I know what you mean, but just for the sake of our like, millions and millions of listeners. Parents who kind of like want to know what. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> There could be millions of listeners. Okay, for our dozens and dozens of listeners. Uh, let's uh, explain what you mean by helicopter parents. Well, parents who kind of want to know what's happening, like, every day. And, like, you do a good job at, like, keeping everybody informed with the website oh, well, and everything. Thank you. So that's you. nice. Um, but you make it sound like it's bad for the parents to well, want to know what's going on with everything no, every not, day. No, but, like, to another level. Like, kids our age need some sort of privacy. When I, and then there's those parents who don't do that okay okay i can understand i um, now for me as a as an educator are, are are you familiar with the term helicopter parents cadence no okay for uh, as an educator uh, helicopter parents are ones first off uh how many of you have heard of the phrase helicopter parents how many of you've never heard that okay so uh, about no, four-fifths raise their hand knowing about a fifth uh, not knowing in terms of an educator helicopter parents are the ones who are um not letting their, their child make a mistake and learn from their mistake. They want to go in and correct everything and do everything, and, and, and uh, they want to make sure that they're writing down the homework assignments themselves and all that. And uh, um, so, although I want the parents to be involved in their kids' lives, you know, I do want that. I think it's tough for a parent to, to let their child make a mistake. Yeah. But now, you're so, going back to your story, you, you wouldn't say your parents are helicopter no. parents. But they are involved in your education. They are. Okay. They, they like to be really involved, okay. um, but not to an extent where it's bad, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, they do a good job of making sure that um, my sister and I have our own set of responsibilities that we have to take care of. Okay. All right, now, Cadence, let's talk about your parents. This is your their first experience with an eighth grader in the house. Yes. Uh, have you noticed any, any changes for them? Um, they just ask me a lot of questions about school. So when I come home from school, they always say, you have a lot of homework. Like, did you get, start any problems with friends? Mm -hmm. Did you get hurt today? Did you get in trouble today? And they're okay. just really worried. And of course, you, you, you don't tell them all the times you got in trouble. <laughs> you yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. You never, Cadence never gets in trouble. Um, uh, that wasn't funny either. Gosh, everyone's uh, thinking all these things are jokes here. But uh, uh, have have you noticed uh, any um, any stress from your parents about the fact that you're gonna you're gonna be in high school soon, and then you're gonna be getting your driver's license, and then you're gonna be going to college? It's like bam, 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 bam. Like how did fourth grade seem that long ago? No. No. It seemed like yesterday. Yeah, fourth grade seems like yesterday. For some people, and I, I, I saw uh, someone in the audience was like, oh, gosh. But uh, raise your hand if you think fourth grade seemed like a long time ago. Raise your hand if it, no, they're doing the wiggly hand thing again. I'm, I blame Mrs. Neal for that. She wasn't even your third grade teacher. How many of you think fourth grade wasn't that long ago? Well, that wasn't Nate's. How many of you think fourth grade was not that long ago? Okay, so quite a number. The, the, the amount of time... <laughs> the amount of time from fourth grade to eighth grade, that's, that's your high school experience right there. That's your high school experience. It, it, it's, it's shorter than that, actually. Because high school experience would be your time from fifth, sixth, and seventh, and now eighth grade. So that's your high school experience from fifth to eighth grade. Um, so I know it seems a long ways away, 
but you know, ask your sister who's a junior this year, Drew, how long ago did it seem like she was in eighth grade? And it flies really fast. So have you, have you noticed anything from your parents, like them being worried about high school and no, their little girl growing up? No. Okay. They just like trust me with my decisions mm. because um, they, they just gave me two choices. Nathan, come inside. We had a student who had to uh, take care of some uh, business and he was very, uh, a studio audience member. All right, come on. All right, go ahead. They just gave me two decisions um, to choose from, which is CV and St. Francis, and they don't want me to go to any other public school. Okay. Why, um, well, how do you feel about that? That you, you have to go to, your two choices are CV or St. Francis. How do you feel about that? I kind of feel pressured because my options, I don't have a lot of options for high no, school. No, your options are limited. Just, yeah. Uh, anyone who wants to go to, to the, uh, uh, the the private high schools, your options are limited. I believe with Cristo Rey, uh, you have to meet uh, uh, certain financial qualifications to go there. Um, meaning, uh, your family has to. I, I believe it's your family has to be uh, having a hard time because the uh, financially. Um, but then, for everyone else, it's Jesuit or CB if you're a boy, uh, uh, St. Francis or CB if you're a girl. So. Um, you're going to get a chance to, to visit these schools and they'll come here. Um, why do you think it's important for your parents that those are the two choices you go to? I don't know. I've never asked them, to be honest. Okay. Well, that's, that's a perfect answer. That's a perfect answer. Um, what kind of answer do you think you'll get? Maybe because my other friends are going there and I would adapt more to the environment if I already know some people. Okay, so just to wrap it up, the, the, the position that you're in is you have to go to one of these two schools and you, you would say that that wasn't really your decision but your parents' decision. How many of you guys uh, feel the same way? That you, have, that you have to go to one of the either Jesuits, CB, or St. Francis and you really don't have that much of a say in the matter? Okay, not that many people. How many of you feel that you have a, a choice in the matter? Okay, quite a number of people feel that they have that choice. So I think that's an important thing to talk about. Uh, I, just, I, I just don't think it was ever a conversation. My brothers went to Christian Brothers, and my sister went to Bishop Minot, which is no longer there. And so it was just a given I was going to Christian Brothers. So um, um, it would be exciting to hear what you find out. How about with you, Drew, for high school? Um, well, I, I never really asked my parents, but I do kind of agree with Kate. It's like I'd adapt more. And, like, I know that my, my parents know teachers there, and they all know that there's really good teachers at CB and other places like that. But for me, like, my entire family has gone to CB. Like, my mom, dad, and sister have gone. Mm -hmm. But uh, my parents have told me this, like, multiple times. Like, it's 100% my choice. Like, mm -hmm. if I don't want to go to CB, I don't have to. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm definitely leaning towards CB anyways. Okay. Well, let's get back on the parents thing. Let's get back. What do you think... What do you think is the most stressful thing that a parent of an eighth grader might have to deal with this year? So that's a, that's a pretty heavy-duty question. Uh, what you think the most stressful thing the parent of an eighth grader will have to deal with this year? Whichever one of you wants to answer that. Uh, I'll start. All right, Drew, <laughs> Just because go ahead. What do you think the most stressful thing would be? Um, I wouldn't even necessarily say like the schoolwork and stuff, but that's definitely part of it. But just like 
honestly for me at least is keeping my stress level down because I'm a really busy person and so I think my parents do have to work really hard but like not necessarily keep me happy but like not stress me out to the point where I can't handle anything else. What, what else are you doing that's keeping you so busy? Um, volleyball. In, volleyball and school work take up a lot of my time. Okay. So are you going to continue that in high school, like doing sports? Hope, and yeah. I you do choir so. as well, don't you? Um, yeah, I do. Are you going to continue that in high school? Um, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Okay. That might change. It's that might not, change. I don't really know. So with you, you think the, the most stressful thing for an eighth grade parent is keeping their kid happy. Yeah. And keeping their stress level. Okay, Cadence, I'm throwing the ball in your court. What do you think is the most stressful thing an, an eighth grade parent will deal with this year? I also agree with Drew, but on top of that, I feel like parents are stressed about if their kids have any problems with other Okay, say that again. We had, uh, I think that was Mr. McCrimmons on his motorcycle riding by. If, like, that was a joke. <laughs> against each and every one of you. Okay. That was also a joke. Gosh. Now it's okay to laugh. Nothing hurts more than insincere applause. Anyway, getting back to yours, can you say that answer again? If your child doesn't have any problems with other children, and also if they're acting appropriately and they don't get in trouble at school. Okay. So, um, the... I earlier to, this morning started off great for me um, because I had two uh, former eighth grade students, two students from the class of 2018, came in to say hi to me, and uh, they both went to they're both going to St. Francis High School, and I asked them uh, what the difference was, and they were talking about the size of the the student body. How there's so many more people there, there's so many more people there now, and so what do you think that's going to be like for the two of you? What, no matter what high school you go to, there's going to be more than 33 students at your grade level, and you're not going to be dealing everything from kindergarten to eighth grade. What do you think that's going to be like for you? Um, honestly, I think I'm going to miss the little kids because mm -hmm. I love, I like seeing little kids play outside, and I don't know, that's always some, been something that I'm really, like, comfortable with. Like, I always see them, and it's never been any different. Mm -hmm. But besides that, um, there are going to be a lot of people, but I'm lucky that I know a lot of people there already from... Okay. Like, I know people from who are freshmen there right now, and so I feel like I'm going to be really comfortable, that, comfortable there, so. Okay. And Cadence? Um, I'm the exact opposite of Drew, because I don't really know a lot of people at St. Francis or CB, so I think it's going to be kind of hard for me to make new friends. Okay. Well, I, 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 I tend to disagree with you. I think that, how many of you would say it's hard to be friends with Cadence? Oh my gosh, everyone has their hands up. No, I'm just kidding. How many of you think it's pretty easy to be friends with Cadence? All right, there's a lot of people raising their hand. And of course, I've got one person doing the wiggle hand thing. Oh my gosh, I'm going to... Anyway. Um, okay, so we're going um, to try something. And uh, so you have, met your, uh, you have met your requirement of being a guest on, on Classroom Radio, and so have you. But now, I'm going to have each of you... Uh, go over to the glass and pull a name for a person who's going to get a, a surprise question. I have no idea what that surprise question is, but each of you go get a name and then bring it on over to me, and they're going to be my surprise guests right now. So this is, now they're paying attention. There we go. We're not pretending we're shoving things up our nose now, are we? Uh-huh. All right. 
Andrew, get up here. Steven. Andrew and Ian, you are not, this is, does not count as your guest spot. You're just a surprise guest. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but, our, but our guests were uh, Drew and Cadence. So Drew and Cadence, is there anything that you would like to ask any of our surprise guests right now? We'll start with you, Drew. Is there any question you'd like to ask either or both Andrew and Ian? Lots of giggles going on. Um, I've got a soft. I've got all right. There's a phrase called the softball question. Meaning, which? What do you think that means? Like, it just doesn't really have to do with the topic. Kind of. No, a so, anyone familiar with that term, a softball question? It, it basically means an easy question. I have an okay. easy question for them. If you can't think of one, it's okay. Then, I mean, Andrew, how many animes have you watched? <laughs> no. All right. The question is, Andrew, weird. how many? How many? Animes have you watched? Uh, Drew, I feel insulted. <laughs> you are a weird child, and I don't respect that. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being weird, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Andrew, this is our first time that we've got to work together as, as teacher and student. So, I'm, so by, the, by that question and the joking around between the two of you, am I, is it safe to assume that you're a fan of anime? Uh, no. No, you're not. You're not a fan of anime. Is that the so? Is that the case? You're not a fan of anime. Let's just move on. Just move on. All right, we'll just move on. I'm assuming there might be some sort of inside backstory to that question, so I won't move on. To I I won't I won't dig any further. Cadence, any question that you have for either Drew or Andrew or Ian or both of them? Oh, she's consulting with her or with her with with Grace. Over there. Okay, what, uh, since we've already heard, since we've already heard from Andrew, keep in mind this is a family show. Um, Ian, talk about, what do you, what do, you do to, uh, in your spare time? I play video games. Plays video games, okay. Any, any particular video game that, that stands out to you as one of your favorites? Destiny. What is that? Destiny. Oh, Destiny, okay. What is the... I, I don't play video games, so is it is it an easy game to describe? No. Oh, it's not. Okay, so it's way too complicated. Okay. Um, you guys, just keep it down back there. Um, and Andrew, well, how about your free time? What since you're not into anime, what is what is something that you're into? Ooh, that is a hard to sit. Ooh. Now I do know something about you, Andrew. I do know something about you that you you have participated in. Uh, in uh, 5Ks and 10Ks, is that correct? I saw, my wife did a, a race at Rayleigh Field and I saw you participating in that race as well. Oh, that's because my mom made me. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So you, do, you wouldn't do that on your own, you're not? Uh, no. Because okay. I, I went and um, I, I remember going around to where the finish line was and I was sitting there waiting, it's like Rayleigh Field at like nine in the morning and I'm eating a hot dog, I'm having, and, not a breakfast hot, just a hot day. Hey, you're at Rayleigh Field. You have to have a hot dog. So I had a hot dog and a coffee, um, which was not a really good combination, just for future reference. But I saw you. Uh, I saw you when you crossed the finish line. You looked like you hardly broke a sweat. 
pause. I was, I was walking. Mostly. Oh, you were walking? <laughs> I'm, you're just breaking all of the, just shattering all these images I've had of you. you know, so you're not into anime. You, you don't <laughs> like running. <laughs> Is there anything that's true about you, Andrew? You know, uh, I do love anime. <laughs> now you do love anime. All right. Well, I think I can't wait to uh, have you as an official guest because we're going to get to the bottom of this. So, all right, softball question time. Uh, Ian, how was your first uh, uh, full week of eighth grade? It was cool. It was a lot of homework from all the teachers. Okay, yeah, a lot of bouncing around between teachers. Andrew, how was your first week? Oh, it was, it was fine. It was, it was fine? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I think that about does it right now. Uh, we've got members of the studio audience trickling in. And uh, everyone say, hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Come on in, Chris. Have a seat. Don't worry about it. All right, well, that I, this has been a fun episode. And uh, I just thought about pulling surprise guests out, but you're still going to have to be a guest later on. So uh, let's have another big hand for Drew and Kayla. <laughs> Tune in next week when we find out what Andrew really thinks of anime. <laughs>